Today, this week, I'm going to leave uh, our study in 1 Peter. Uh, we've been going verse by verse through verse Peter. I, I was ready to continue that this morning, uh, but this morning I really felt led to go in a different direction. And so uh, when we come back and, and pick that up, we're going to start at the start of chapter 2 in 1 Peter. But today I want us to uh, answer a question today. And really, it's a very timely question uh, really, it is a very important, vital question for us. Uh, and really today, I'll just be honest with you, it is a question that many times is wrongly answered. And the question that we're going to look at today is this. What happens when you die? What happens when you die? Uh, yesterday morning, I, I preached a funeral in the morning. Uh, and I, I watched a man say goodbye to his wife of 55 years. That was in the morning uh, after lunch, uh, our friend Steve Fleming, 42 years old, passed away, uh, and I watched him, uh, his wife, tell his daughter that their, their daddy was gone, uh, and it was a hard day yesterday. It was a heavy day yesterday, but I, I start to think about that. You know what? The fact is this, and it's undeniable. The fact is this. Death is a reality. Uh, death is with us, and, and sometimes it seems that we're surrounded by death, that we're overwhelmed by death. Well, I just want to tell you, if that is the case, um, we had better know, and we had better know from God's word what happens when we die. Uh, let me tell you first off some things that do not happen. And, and I, I hear lots of, of false information and goofy stuff sometimes. Uh, a lot of times it's from well-meaning folks. But let me just let me just tell you some things that do not happen. First thing, when you die. Uh, you do not just cease to exist. Uh, There's some folks that, that think, you know what, you pass away, you just cease to exist. Whatever your life was, it's gone, it's ended, and you cease to exist. There's folks that believe that. Um, when you die, you do not become part of the world around us. You do not become part of the creation around us. I was at a funeral recently, and the guy that was up there preaching said, uh, this person who had passed away, became part of the great mosaic of eternity, a tapestry that was sewn by God's own hand. And I listened to that and I thought, that sounds like something that's absolutely absurd. It's not what happens. We don't just become part of the, the world around us. Um, we do not, here's a big one, we do not become angels. Understand and be sure people are people and angels are angels. When we die, we do not get our wings uh, we are not given a harp. We're not putting on a halo. Uh, God didn't need another angel. Sometimes people say, well, God needed another angel. I want to tell you something. He's got his angels. He doesn't need another angel. Uh, we do not become guardian angels. Sometimes people think, well, I've got a new guardian angel. My, my grandmother or somebody passed away and they're watching over me. We do not become angels. Now, some of you thought for the first time in your life you're going to be an angel. You're not going to make it. You're not going to be an angel. We do not rest in peace. Did you know that's not in the Bible either? Uh, we're not somewhere asleep waiting for something to wake us up. We're not somewhere in a grave sleeping. Uh, really, we do not rest in peace. And, and, and I've heard all of those things. Maybe you've heard shades of those things as well. Most of them by well-meaning people. A lot of times by people who aren't sure what to say. But the question still is for us today is this. So then what does happen when you die. What's going to happen when you die? What's going to happen when I die? Here's the truth. And we're going to 
See what the Bible says. Here's the truth. When you die, you will enter into eternity. When you die, all people will enter into eternity. We are eternal beings. We do not cease to exist. And so understand today, when you die, on the day that that takes place, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's 30 years from now, when you die, we enter into, we go into eternity. That's the first truth. The second truth is this. You will spend eternity in either one of two places. And I'm going to tell you, that's what the Bible says. You're going to go into eternity and you're going to spend your eternity in either one of two places. Either you're going to spend it in hell, separated from God for all of eternity. You're going to be in a place of suffering, a place of punishment, and really a place of great regret. Can't, rem- can't imagine a place of more regret. Here I am, and eternity started, and I've entered into eternity in the absence of God. Or you're going to spend eternity in heaven. And that means you're going to be in the presence of God. You're going to be in a place where there is no suffering, there is no death, there is no sickness. In fact, it's going to be a place of great rejoicing as we celebrate our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now listen to me, that is the biblical truth. You're going to pass away. You're going to enter into eternity. You'll spend eternity in one of two places, in the reality of hell or the reality of heaven. Now, let me just say this, and you you can take it to the bank. Let me tell you this. Both of those places are real. Both of those places are literal. And both of those places are biblical. Let me tell you, and you be sure today, just because some preachers say there is no literal hell, or just because some preachers have decided I'm not going to talk about it, I'm not going to address the subject of hell, they've decided to avoid it altogether, doesn't mean it's any less of a reality. There is a literal, real hell. There is a literal, real heaven. When you die, you're going to enter into eternity. And you're going to spend that eternity in one of those two places, either in hell or in heaven. Next truth is this. There is only one determining factor, and hear me, only one determining factor that's going to decide where you spend your eternity. You know what? You're going to pass away. You know what? When you do, you're going to enter into eternity. In eternity, you're going to spend it in one of two places. There is only one factor that's going to decide where you spend eternity. Now, be sure and get this today. It's not going to be decided upon whether you are good or bad. It's not going to be decided upon whether you are more good than you are bad. Sometimes people think you got a set of scales. And if I can just do enough good things, maybe I can tip the scale and somehow I can be more good than I was bad. That's not going to matter. doesn't matter if you are generous. I hear it all the time. Oh, they were, they were a generous person. They would have given you the shirt off their back. Uh, doesn't matter if you were loving to people. doesn't matter if you were popular. doesn't matter if you were well thought of. Guess what? It doesn't matter if you went to church. Doesn't matter if you're rich, doesn't matter if you're poor. Uh, it doesn't matter how much you sinned. Oh man, I've sinned, or they've sinned way more than I have, and I've done too much. It doesn't matter how bad your sins are or were. Oh, that sin right there, that's, that's too far gone. That's unforgivable. None of those things are going to matter. Listen to me. The only determining factor upon where you're going to spend your eternity is did you place your faith 
in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's it. Well, hey, he did a bunch of good things. He'd have given you the shirt off his back. He had, he had a, a set of good works that was, that was astounding. He was in church every time the doors were open. No one, it's not going to matter. Only one factor. Did you put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Listen to some verses today. James chapter 4, verse 14 says this. And man, this is pretty real. says this. You do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. I want to tell you, I don't know how old some of you are. Some of you are older than me. Some of you are younger than me. Your life goes by like that. I'll be 46 this year. I think sometimes it doesn't feel like that long. I was 26. Uh, talking to a guy yesterday, he's talking about it goes by in the blink of an eye. Your life, if you live to be 100 years old, is going to go by and it's going to be like a vapor. It was there and then poof, it was gone. The truth of Scripture is this. You will die. Barring Jesus coming again, you will die. The death rate is 100%. You do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Hebrews 9.27 says this. It is appointed for man to die once, and after this comes judgment. That's what the Bible says. It's appointed for man once to die. You're going to die, and then after your death comes judgment. Now, what that means is this. You're either in your sin, and because you're in your sin, you're condemned because of your sin, or the flip side of that is you've been forgiven of your sin and in Jesus Christ you're saved from the judgment. Now let me read you some verses. John chapter 3, verse 16. We, we love that verse. There's a couple of verses under it just as awesome. John chapter 3, verse 16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Listen to this. For God did not send his son in the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Verse 18, he who believes in him, talking about Jesus, he who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Without Christ, the Bible tells us you're gonna perish. The Bible says this, if anyone's name was not found in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire, book of Revelation. However, the truth is, with Jesus Christ, here's what he says to us as Christians. I'm the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even if he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Here's the question then. So what have you done about Jesus? You know what? You're going to die. There's going to be a day and you're going to pass away. The Bible says upon that day there's going to be a judgment. The judgment really goes about your sin. And are you in your sin? Are you forgiven of your sin? And that's decided about what you did with Jesus Christ. I want to tell you the good news of today is this. We see death all around us. We're going to the funeral home. We're going to the cemetery. And it gets to be a burdensome, hard thing. But I want to tell you the good news is this. God has made a provision for us even in death. The good news is this. We're all sinners. All of us are sinners. You're a sinner. I'm a sinner. The good news is, is the fact that, you know what, our sin has earned us a punishment, and that punishment's death. And it's not talking about this death. It's the second death. The book of Revelation says we're going to be separated from God for all eternity. But the good news says this. 
God loves you. He loved you so much, he didn't write you off. He loved you so much, he didn't say, you know what, they're too far gone. He loved you so much, he sent his only begotten son. And he comes, he lives a life where he doesn't sin. And because he doesn't sin, he's able to offer himself in your place, in my place. And that's exactly what he does on the cross of Calvary. He pays my penalty. He pays your penalty. The Bible says they pull him off the cross. And I can't imagine the scene. There he is. And they take him and he's dead. And they, they pull him off the cross. And they, they wrap him up in his grave claws. And they, they put him in the grave. And Jesus Christ is dead. He's there in the grave, and they, they roll a stone in front of the tomb. He's dead. Three days later, Easter Sunday morning, you know what? They come, and an angel says, why do, you look for the living? why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, for he is risen. That is the good news of Jesus Christ. You know what the Bible says? It doesn't matter what your sin tally is. It doesn't matter what your record of wrong is. It doesn't matter how great your shame and your condemnation and your sin is. If you'll put your faith in Jesus Christ, you will be saved. Romans 10, 9, 10, 13. You will be saved. What's going to happen when you die? The question is this. What have you done with Jesus Christ? Offered to you, payment already paid, salvation, redemption, restoration, forgiveness, eternal life in our Savior, Jesus Christ. What would keep you from putting your faith in him? What would keep you from saying, you know what, I'm tired of this sin and this guilt and this mess. I'm tired of a life that I run on a treadmill, feel like I'm never getting anywhere. I want to set it down. I want to put my faith in my Savior, Jesus Christ. Grown man takes a beating for me. The Bible says, beaten beyond recognition. It's not too much for me to say, you know what, I will live with him, professing him as my Lord. Question is this, what have you done with Jesus Christ? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. I'm going to ask if you'll stand, please. Let's pray. Dear Father, we come. We're thankful for you today. I'm thankful right now on this day that you've made provision for me. A sinner, a man that rebelled against you, a person that, that sought their own way, did their own thing and sinned against the holy God. I'm thankful that you made a provision for me. I'm thankful that you were willing to sacrifice your son, that, that knowing what was before him, he humbled himself, and he himself came to, to pay my penalty, to pay our penalty. It wasn't a ticket that he paid. It wasn't a fine that he, that he took and wrote a check for. It was a cross that he was nailed to for the redemption of mankind. I'm thankful for my Savior, Jesus. I come today and I look at death all around me, and it seems, seems heavy, and it seems that maybe... That, that Satan is winning and death is the victor, but I understand the truth is this. There's victory in Jesus Christ. There's eternal life in Jesus Christ. There's hope in Jesus Christ. I come today and I celebrate my Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray for the men in this room today that maybe not have their eternity settled right now. And maybe they thought, well, I don't have enough information or maybe I've messed up too bad or maybe, I, maybe I'm going to wait till a later date. I pray that they would leave here today knowing that their life is but a vapor. They're not guaranteed the afternoon. And I pray that they would settle it today. Move in their heart, stir in their heart. Come today and I just end this day by saying this. I praise you and I worship you and I love you. The victor over death. Oh, death, where's your victory? Where's your sting? 
I praise my Savior, Jesus. In his name I pray, amen.